Welcome to the CS Movement Podcast with Heather and John. Hey, Heather, how's it going? It's going amazing, John. It's going amazing. It's Wednesday. It's a good day. Tomorrow is June 1st, which means it's another slingshot day. Do you guys remember what slingshot days are? Actually, why don't you remind us? Remind us of what a slingshot day is. You know, you can make a choice to make a change on any day of the week, of the month, or anything, but there's something special about the first. There's 12 of them in the year, and it's that day that, you know, if this is the day you want to start something new, today's the day. And it just gives you that extra energy boost to know that you've got now 30 or 31 days, depending on which month it is, ahead of you to get that habit formed, that new change done, uh, you know, 30 days to get to a goal or create a habit. And it's just it's just a powerful, powerful day. But it's also kind of cool because we're at the mid part of the year. And, you know, if you fast forward in your brain to December 31st, 2023, and then look back to this date, what is it that you want to accomplish? And this is a moment of true reflection because your goals might have morphed or changed. And it's time to just recalibrate, recommit, and make sure that you're on track to have your best year yet. So that's what a slingshot day is, but it's also a midpoint reflection and I think it's a good point, a, a good chance for us to talk about what our reflections are from now to December 31st. Yeah, I know it's a, it's a great question because I, I just think about, you know, what I just went through and all of you that are watching, you know, you'll know next week how it all went. But, you know, so essentially I sat and actually went through one of my biggest goals for the year, right? Like I only have two of them. That's one. And then the other one is something I'm actively working on. But the question is, you know, what happens, or at least what I've seen happen after somebody reaches a goal, it you, you just kind of lose drive, you lose momentum. It's like, you're done. Mm. What's that? I don't know if you've ever had that feeling where you've gone, you've accomplished something like, and I know I saw it last year in you, right? When you climbed that mountain or you climbed halfway up the mountain and you, you had this, you know, big reflection point and it's like, okay, now what? <laughs> so, you know, if, if you've already accomplished the goal that you set out for yourself, awesome, kudos to you. But for those of you that are still working on your goals, you know, how do you keep and, you know, get that momentum to, to keep moving forward? This is what Slingshot Day is all about, right? It's settling back into your purpose, settling back into why are you doing this in the first place? Because I, I think we forget, right? We forget where we've been and why we wanted to do something. And this is what happens, you know, if you, if you look at the beginning of the year, a lot of people in February, 80% of people give up on their goals by the end of February. Okay. By this point, they forget what their goals were all together. The whole cycle starts all over again. The truth is just go back, go take a look, right? Like if you wrote it well, down. Or John, or even just look at it right now. If you were to make a goal that you could accomplish in the next six months, what would it be for the, this moment in your life? And that's okay too. Like our goals change and morph. And, you know, maybe it's that you want to take a course. Maybe it's that you want to start applying for new jobs. Maybe it's that you want to run a marathon or, you know, be an Ironman or climb a mountain. Whatever that goal is, what is it that's going to start you on that track and to 
June 1st is the perfect day to have that slingshot day be your commitment day. And we're not saying commit to like a whole change. That is not what we teach. We teach small daily incremental changes. So, you know, if you want to be more calm, maybe it's a five minute meditation that you're going to infuse into your daily practice. Don't go for the 20 minute or one hour meditation. Start with five minutes and then see if you want to extend that to 10 and then maybe to, to 20. You know, I, I, I was listening to uh, Atomic Habits last week on uh, audio and it was the two minute rule. So do something for two minutes, read two pages, read two, you know, listen to for two minutes to a podcast, do something for two minutes. And then before you know it, two minutes turns into four, turns into six, turns into eight. So it's the smallest of small incremental changes that lead to massive changes for you. And you could start that right away. Yeah. And actually, you know, that's a technique that I use when it comes to writing emails and sending emails out, just like two minutes. That's all I need. Just two minutes. I'm going to focus on this. The truth is, it's never really two minutes. I know this, but you know what? I just need to get started, right? Like you just need to create a little bit of momentum. You got to get the wheels spinning. And then when they do spin, it's like, ah, oh, I don't know why I put this off for so long. I should have just got it done when I need to get it done. So that two minute rule is beautiful. I love it. It's simple, right? Like try it today, right? Like as you're going through your day, what's that one thing that you really need to get done, right? And just take two minutes, take two minutes just to, to get started on it. You know, if it's applying for a course that you want to take, right? Like mm -hmm. around the corner, for those that want to take courses and programs, September is typically when they start. There are even summer programs. So, you know, just hop on that today. Take two yeah. minutes, go to the website, go, go browse through the, like just two minutes at a time. And I think if we did that, you would be, man, you would be so much more accomplished just by taking the two minutes out just to go do that one thing. And I think a lot of us, we get just, we, we look at, we, we look at the big picture, right? It's like, oh my God, like we got to do all of this. The truth is if we, if we ever just looked at the big picture and Heather, I know you've made some incredible changes inside of organizations just by taking like small steps at a time. Small steps and having an eye on what's the end goal and not getting fussed on how we're going to get there. In fact, letting the journey show the way, because, you know, when you take one step forward, a door opens, a window opens, you know, we, we open those doors for ourselves. So, you know, that two minute rule then can change into, all right, I'm, I'm struggling. I use this, this technique technique if I'm struggling to get focused. So I'll say, okay, I'm going to work on this for 10 or 15 minutes. And I set an alarm. So I use an alarm time blocking system. I say nothing gets in the way for 10 or 15 minutes. I don't go for a half hour because something will get in the way. A phone call, a ding, uh, something will get in the way. So 10 minutes, I cannot change my focus. And by the time I get to that 10 minutes, I press snooze and it adds another 10 minutes. So it ends up being oh, 20 wow. minutes if it takes that long to do whatever it is I'm doing. So this time chunking or time blocking is a really good mechanism to get out of your own way for procrastination or distractions. It's a really, really powerful process and one that you can do for any ta tactic, especially the ones that you're usually procrastinating one because you don't want to do it or it's not in your, you know, it's, it's not, doesn't bring you absolute joy, but it's definitely something to do for me. It's my finances, making sure that I'm putting all my receipts together and you know, all the, all the paperwork kind of stuff, but it needs to get done. So I use the time blocking technique to make that happen. And I have it in my calendar at the end of the month and I 
do it when it's in my calendar. So although I've, I have moved it a few times, which is <laughs> going against what I'm teaching, but I am also learning what I teach. So I am yeah. a student as well as a teacher all the time. No, I'm with you. I was listening to something the other day on the radio and they were talking about people who do their taxes, right? Like taxes were due at the end of April, right? And <laughs> there's, still, there's still people who are catching up on their taxes. And I, I forget what it was, but they would rather, it was so dramatic, right? What they would rather do instead of taxes. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's just taxes. You know, there's always that one night a year where I'm like, okay, I got to just get down to work. I got to put this all together. I got to get it off to my accountant before I, I actually, my accountant's pretty good because he sends me updates. He's like, hey, your stuff's due. You need to send it in so I can get it in before the end of the month. And, and thankfully he does that, right? Like I got that reminder, but that two minutes, right? Like going out for a two minute walk, like for those people that want to get, listen, I'll be honest with you at the end of 2021 and going into 2022, my only goal was to just walk, mm -hmm. right? Like I think about, you know, where I am today and where I was, you know, what, 16, 17 months ago, which doesn't really seem that long ago. My no. goal was to walk, right? Go for a two-minute walk. You know, take your dog with you and then, or, you know, take your spouse with you and just go for a walk. Like, just get out there. Because yeah. that creates momentum for something else, right? You know, the one thing I learned from our teacher, Hugh, he said, motion is lotion, right? Like, the best way to get your body out of pain. Is that really lotion. what he said? Good Lord. Motion is lotion. <laughs> I love it. I, but it's so simple, right? And I think about that every time I move. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm moving my body, I'm lubricating my joints by just getting them to move. You know, the best way for me, and I'm just saying this for me, to, you know, if I have like a, a tight back or soreness in my back, I, I get on my spin bike and it mm. loosens it all up, right? I know it seems counterintuitive. It's like, oh, well, maybe you should just rest or ice or do something else. But the motion is what gets us there. Right. Well, and think what you can do in two minutes. You can do 10 push-ups. You can do 20 squats. You can do yeah. things that are easy movements that you can do in your living room. You can do in the office. Like it can be done. You might feel a little silly doing it, but why do you care? Just get it done. People, and see if other people will do it with you. That's always fun. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because one of the things I used to do in between breaks or calls when I was working in a corporate environment is I would go up and down the stairs, you know, for two, three minutes. And I would mm. encourage my team to do the same, right? Like just, you know, in between a call or, you know, in between a point, you know, meetings, right? Like we were heavily in meetings all day long. Like it was crazy back to back to back to back to back. And sometimes I would schedule in five minutes in between, you know, instead of having a meeting start at 10, I'd have it start at 10.05. And mm. what that would do is it give me the ability to go up the stairs, down the stairs, and then get back to my call. Because that, mo like, just breaking, you know, we talk about motion, you know, motion is lotion. Um, we talk about just breaking yourselves out of a funk, right? Like, if you're feeling like you need to break out of a particular mood or a feeling, the best way to do that is just to move, right? Yeah. Like, two minutes. You do that for two minutes. It's like, I have something called a rebounder, which is really a mini trampoline. You do that for two minutes, you're in a different state, right? You hold the power pose for two minutes. It's going to put you into a different feeling, a different mental state. You know what else we need to do, John? We have to change the culture around 
what we're talking about. So I was on, I took a conference call today and the gentleman had moved it a half hour because he knew he needed some extra travel time. And then he still needed a little bit more travel time. So when he jumped on the call with me, he was actually walking to his car. And so he had himself on video and he was walking to his car and he apologized for not being in front of his computer. And I'm like, no, this is awesome. Where are you going? Like, show me where you are. And, you know, it just changed the whole atmosphere. And he actually just told me about an amazing call that he just finished and how it's going to lead to something else. And, you know, it gave us a new, a new conversation starting point. And I love, I hear, you know, people say, oh, I'm going to do, a, I'm going to do walking meetings, or I'm going to go walk with you, or let's do that together. But it's, it's kind of faded a little bit since people are back at the office, or it's not as readily available to people. And, and I think that's a a bad omen. I think we need to change that and and not apologize because we're walking while we're talking. We're still being present. In fact, new ideas are going to get generated because you're moving your body way more than if you're sitting in front of your computer all day long. So that's, you know, that's another way to get motion, the idea, the creativity to get moving. So I think we need just need to help change that culture. I'm with you, Heather, and it's actually something I learned from Steve Jobs, because I know one of the things that he used to do was these walking meetings, right? Mm. And here's the thing, when you're walking and you're talking, you're in a meeting, sometimes it's hard to think what you're going to be talking about, right? So what ends up happening is the entire conversation is just more fluid, right? Mm. And then real thoughts come out, right? And it's like, oh, wait a minute, did you really just say that? Yeah, okay, that's good. Something that you typically wouldn't have said if you weren't walking because your focus, you kind of have to stay focused on two things. And really, the mind can only ever focus on four things at one time. It's one of the things that we learn in neurolinguistic programming. There's only four bits of information that we can ever focus on. So if you're walking, you're trying to stay safe, you're having conversation. And the truth is, whatever's in your head just tends to come out. Mm -hmm. And it comes out in such a good way, right? Like, and, you know, a hundred percent, I, you know, I love the walking meeting, like, let's be side by side, like, don't walk faster than me. <laughs> this way I got to like hustle. And actually, you know, one of the things, or I, I wouldn't say a complaint, but one of the things of feedback I got is like, dude, you got to slow down. You're going too fast. Right. I'm like, all right, that's not a problem. Cause the truth is it's all about making that connection. Mm -hmm. And when you're in tempo, when you're in pace with the other person, that's when you have rapport. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're programming called mirroring and matching and you match and mirror like certain physical attributes that allows for a deeper connection with that person and you get into much deeper conversations this is when you talk about this you get into that creative mode right you get into mm -hmm. the oh wait a minute we can really do that oh yeah absolutely let's just throw everything out there and see what sticks right and it's just amazing what happens like i i know i think we did a walking session at some point where we walk through the building, you know, when you have a big building, it's nice. You're indoors, you're just walking through the building. Exactly. Yeah, you know, we should bring it back. Like if you're you're in a physical office space with somebody, go for a walk. Go for a walk. Yeah. Right? Go for and a walk. If, yeah. If you're downtown, you know, there's all these different alleys and passageways underneath the city. Just take advantage of that, right? Two minutes, right? Like just take two minutes from your desk. Like just take a break, right? And like even if you're at home working remote, take two minutes, move, you know, not just, you know, I know during the pandemic, I two minutes was meant just running to the fridge, grabbing something and coming back, which was bad. Um, but yeah, just, you know, create a new routine, a new habit for yourself. 
really yeah. allows for deeper connection, right? I have, uh, I, I, I feel very blessed and lucky. I live near the near Lake Ontario. I can walk down to the lake. And um, last week, I was able to do two sunrise uh, walks down there, and and I had a partner for each of them, and it was just so great to sort of meet you know, while it's still misty and the sun isn't out and then magical, see that sunrise. And, you know, what I love most about sunrises and sunsets is it happens every single day. And yet we, we sleep through it or we miss it. And yet time does not stop for any of us. So when I get in for a sunrise or a sunset, it's, it really bookmarks, like, did I live this day fully? Did I do everything that feeds my heart? And am I, a little bit better than I was the day before, because that's the challenge that we're is every day a little bit better in terms of my mindset, my choices, my actions. What did I do to make this day great for myself and those around me? And the sunrise and the sunset just seems to honor that moment and give me that moment of gratitude. And it's uh, so, you know, maybe you got to get up a little bit earlier to get that walk in, but uh, it's not that early these days. It's 6am that it's sunrise. So it's, it's still okay. <laughs> Well, you know, you know what? It's it's nice to be waking up in the morning and actually seeing the sun, mm -hmm. right? You know, come, you know, and it's only going to be a few months from now. The sunrise is going to be at like seven or eight a.m., right? Like, just enjoy it. Like, there's something. You're right. There's something definitely magical about watching the sun come up. Like, just mm -hmm. being. You know, there, there's an expression I used to use, and every day above, it's any day six feet above ground is a good day, right? And it's like being able to see the sunshine, like we take it for advantage. Like we take advantage of it. We don't really acknowledge it or, you know, express gratitude for it. So I'm so happy that you brought it up because it's, again, two minutes at a sunrise can like totally shift your day. Put you oh, in, you know, we absolutely. Talk about, yeah, we talk about priming and how do you set yourself up for success first thing in the morning is you create those rituals and those habits and Maybe one of those habits is just taking two minutes of silence, right? Like you don't need to meditate for 20 minutes or half an hour or an hour. Two minutes of just watching the sun come up and that's where your focus goes and you don't think about anything else and you're just present in the moment. Like it's mm -hmm. like, how special is that? Like, wow. Whew. It's like I can almost see the sunshine, the, the sunrise come up. Well, I guess tonight I'll be seeing the sunset. <laughs> You know, kind of thinking about today and thinking about what what's going to happen tomorrow. So yeah, well, June first. I can't believe we're already into that already. I, it's it's happening. Time is not standing still for any of us. So I think the call to action is, you know, how are you going to use this slingshot day to your advantage? What is that action that if you took it today um, and committed to small daily increments for the next 30 days that the whole month of June would be so powerful for you? But it's also setting you up for the bigger goal for the end of the year. And everybody has something that they want to achieve that if they took action today in 30 days, it would be a momentous change. And so for me, I got to start walking to get ready for my 25K a day walk in October in Mongolia. Um, so I think that's the, the, the and, and I start in, uh, I start really easily because I'm, I'm traveling and I'll be walking lots there and then uh, I'll just track it. So I wasn't at 10,000 steps every single day. So I think that's my first, my first goal. First milestone. I love yeah. that. I'll you accountable to it. So what I was also going to offer up for those that are listening, share it with us, right? Mm. I know th there's different beliefs around goals, right? You know, there's a, the belief is you keep it to yourself and then you, sh 
you know, you demonstrate with you what you've accomplished after you've accomplished it. That's great. And maybe it works for some people. I know for me, if I want to, you know, if I want accountability in terms of what I'm doing, I publicly announce it. This mm. way, there is no way I'm turning back on what I'm doing, right? So Just start a podcast and say it on there to the whole yeah. world, John. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, you know, you just announced to the world that you're committed to doing 25 kilometers a day, right? Like that's what I'm, you're going to do. I'm working up towards up to, that. Yes, 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 yes. You're working up to, but at least we know, and it's like, Heather, how's it going? How's it going with your push-up, mm. right? Like, those are all things that we can check in on because you've publicly announced it to the world that this is what you're going to do. So I'm going to invite all of you, you know, what's that one thing that you're really going to commit to? And then take it that next step and share it with us, right? I know you, some of you have shared your big words for 2023 with us. We've got those, we've captured them, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you guys at the end of the year and just checking in to see how it went. But what's that big goal, right? Like what's that one thing you want to be held accountable to so you can move the needle forward on it? All right, so that is it for this episode of the Say Yes Movement podcast. Heather, any final thoughts? Slingshot Dave, make it work. Remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. That is it for us today. Wishing you all a great, a great one. See y'all soon. Take care.